With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Have you been exploring your spirituality and learning more about yourself? And now you're ready to take bold, positive action. Are you seeking clarity about what is really blocking you from your greatest potential? Do you feel like you're so close to a breakthrough, but you can't figure out why you continue to feel stuck at the same level? Join us now for Real Talk with Joyce and Jennifer, two transformational coaches who are eager to share all they've learned over the many years they've each been working with clients, helping them create the life they want. Joyce and Jennifer both have extensive, diverse backgrounds in the art of conscious transformation, and they are here to help you. So tune in now for the insight and tools you need to consciously live, work, and play so that you can live the life you most deeply long to experience. Hi, it's Joyce. It's Joyce here. Welcome to Real Talk with Joyce and Jennifer. I'm a transformational coach, life purpose facilitator, and retreat leader who guides women to find clarity and purpose in times of transition, change, loss, and transformation to live their most authentic and courageous life. Hey, everybody. It's Jennifer, and I am also a transformational coach, facilitator, and consultant, which for me means I transform the mentality of leaders in the workplace so that their entire staff and corporate culture can shift toward higher purpose. And most importantly, as we all know by now, I'm a mom. (laughs) (laughs) Well, welcome. Um, Here we are after this very powerful total lunar eclipse. I can certainly feel it, uh, which was last night or or early this morning, depending on where you are. And this will be really a tremendous influence that will take us further down the rabbit hole into the roles of women in society. Um, You know, we're all living in a beautiful time where many women wake up heal themselves, take control of their own lives, and create possibilities while finding and sharing their sacred work. I'd like uh, just to share a lunar eclipse mantra that is from the Wild Women Sisterhood. So it starts like this. I am calling upon my inner mother. I'm calling to my inner mother, source of creation. I am a river of the divine love. I am abundance. I'm lighting the path for all to see. I am water you with love, wisdom, and power. Within each and every breath, I nourish you. I am that I am. I am the Divine Mother. So that's we're honoring the lunar eclipse and our mother. So, Jennifer, any thoughts uh, on this very powerful lunar eclipse? Yes, and boy, is it powerful. Um, in fact, yesterday I was 
getting my hair done, and my hairdresser was asking me if there was a ritual she could do. And I gave her one that I'm doing, um, and I'd love to share it here with the listeners. Today doesn't just mark the lunar eclipse. It's also a supermoon, a blue moon, a full moon, and there is a 1111 portal that happened with the full moon on the 1st of January, and it's happening again today on the 31st. So it's the first and the last days of the month, which is truly wild. Um, and there are some great astrologers out there talking about how powerful and rare this energy is. Mm-hmm. So I want everyone to take advantage of it. But basically what I've learned is that it's all about love, which should not come as a surprise. <laughs> but, um, you know, who doesn't love love, right? And it's not just romantic love, though that is supposed to be a focus. Uh, it's also about doing what we love making the shift into bringing more of what and who we love into our lives. So let's do it, everybody. Um, So here's a simple ritual that I gave her. You just take out two sheets of paper. On one piece, you list all the things that make your heart sing. You list the people, activities, aspects of your work, items for your home, whatever you love. Put it all on there. Um, And then post this somewhere where you can be reminded every day to focus on this. Keep your focus on what you love. And then on the second sheet of paper, write down all the things, and these things can be thoughts, they can be beliefs, behaviors, perceived obstacles, whatever it is that is getting in your way of bringing more of what and who you love into your life. Write all that down on the second piece of paper. And they're basically, the second page just lists out all the justifications we've been making for not expanding the elements on the first page, right? all the things we love. So you post the first page and you Mm -hmm. go to a safe place to burn the second page (laughs) or you can shred it Mm -hmm. if you don't want to burn it or you can bury it in your backyard. doesn't matter to me what you do with it, but just consciously take an action that says I'm getting rid of these obstacles. I'm creating a life I love starting today because today is uh, you know, that last day of that portal and uh, and with all of this lunar energy, it's like, go for it. Do this today. Um, so that's the ritual. I just want us, all, you know, you brought up the wild woman, Joyce, and I just all want us to ride this wild wave mm-hmm. of love. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, yeah. and by the way, before we, yeah, before we start the show today, I also just want to shout out to the guys. Um, if there are any men out there who are brave enough to watch or to listen to the show today because of the, the title, <laughs> embodying your your personal feminine, I just want to know that even though the title is about your feminine self, that doesn't mean you aren't included in this conversation, and we welcome you. Absolutely. Joyce, back to you. Okay. (laughs) So, again, welcome to our show for today, Embody Your Personal Feminine to Empower the World. So, the question is, what is the personal feminine? What can help empower the world? And that is what Jennifer and I are going to be discussing today. So, you know, Jennifer, when I, w- I found when I was researching and reading articles that the find the feminine can be, I found it to be very confusing with a lot of old definitions um, because we're changing and so right now and, and emerging as women. And so a lot of the things that are defining the feminine are just really not very appropriate for right now. And a lot of them still have, you know, the feminine is not just about being attractive. That is a really old uh, view of what feminine is. It embraces so much more, which we're going to talk about. So 
I think the feminine bodies, what we have seen recently with the increase in women, you know, standing up for the rights for justice for wages and their body and taking back their power, that is it, such as the women in the Olympics, which was incredible last week. I watched that on TV with all those women. It was incredible at the um, of the doctor. Um, also, the women marches, women on the Grammys, and hundreds of other women who have started organizations really years ago that support women around the world to stand together and support other women to embrace their power. So one of the women, uh, I found an article that, you know, was more appropriate. Uh, her name is uh, Dr. Carol Winters. She's a cultural mythologist. And her article was entitled The Feminine Principle, an Evolving Idea, which it is says that our culture has had a long heritage of associating the feminine principle with what it means to be female. As a result, both men and women have traditionally been kind of locked into a rigid cultural defined gender role that have not really been helpful for anyone who wishes to live a more meaningful, creative, and soul-making life. However, this situation is changing. Uh, I think we all agree to that from what we see in the world right now. Today, you know, today we're more aware of the physical and the spiritual harm that this perspective has caused to both the individuals and society. And thanks to women like Jean uh, Shinoda Bowden, Jean Houston, Marianne Williamson, Barbara Marks Hubbard, and many, many, many other, including us, we are beginning to learn that fully integrated individual is a unique and balanced expression of both masculine and feminine traits. So Dr. Carol Winters shares that, in fact, maybe this is her idea, maybe we should do away with the idea of masculine and feminine principles altogether by evolving our consciousness into a higher plane. Each of us, according to our divine calling, we could contribute to the best of each and rename it life principles. What do you think about that, Jennifer? Well, I think it's interesting. <laughs> I, you know, back when I started my program, my change, I know, right? My change program, like 15 years ago when I first started it, I was talking a lot about the feminine principle. And so I love that she has said, you know, it's an evolving idea because I, I think that's absolutely true. Mm-hmm. And so I mm-hmm. agree with nearly everything here, except I think I would pause and think long and hard before I'm ready to jump on her bandwagon about eliminating the idea of masculine and feminine mm-hmm. aspects, because I think that right now it's critical that we continue to explore it. So maybe someday, right? Maybe someday we will evolve because that's what evolution is into that. Um, but right now I, I really think honoring and understanding it is really important in the phase that we're in today. So, um, and I have been saying for years with friends and clients both that we all must embrace and then learn how to balance both the masculine and the feminine aspects of ourselves within. I think it's imperative. And we as a society have a lot of work to do on this. (laughs) But I I do do. think that our tendency, we have a tendency to swing the pendulum all the way from one extreme to the other. And it has a detrimental impact, though it is a crucial part of, you know, we talk about this, Joyce, that breakdown. We've got to have a breakdown to break through. And I think that when we swing the pendulum, it's almost like a, a wrecking ball. <laughs> you know, if you can picture that, yep. boom, on one side and then boom on the other. <laughs> There's destruction everywhere. Mm-hmm. But then we get to rebuild. 
right? So that's what it feels like we're trying to do right now. I think uh, understanding and honoring both masculinity and femininity are important, and we go a long way in turning the corner on this worldwide transformation that we find ourselves in. Uh, but we have a, a whole lot of exploration to do with this uh, before we're ready to throw it out all completely. And it's just my humble opinion. But I would like to emphasize what you're saying about the concept of feminine and how it's evolved. You know, you talk about the attractiveness and, and where we are now and, and rights, basic rights and pushing through. It really isn't about gender, but we can't ignore the gender implications. Each individual mm-hmm can start by going within and asking themselves fundamental questions about their own masculinity and femininity. And I think for now, that's far more important than simply projecting it onto everyone else for adoption. You know, we're quick to say, well, this is what I feel, therefore Mm -hmm. we all should do this. (laughs) And I don't, I think we as a whole are not clear enough yet to start adopting new social dictates as we retaliate against the old ones. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. this pendulum effect leaves us polarized, which is the opposite of what we want to embody. And we all need to seek to understand one another as well as our own expression of our feminine first. So, but on a gender note, personally, I just want to say that I love being a woman. (laughs) It may sound silly, mm-hmm. but I do. I love learning more about what this is to me, and I'm fascinated when I learn what it means to other women. We're all exploring this more deeply right now. And I don't know about you, Joyce, but my own evolution over the years has been reflective of my inner revolution. I mean, I can I look at myself, and I, I went from leather biker jackets in my 20s <laughs> to soft pink sweaters <laughs> in my 30s when I had a baby girl. <laughs> and now in my late 40s, I love wearing my hair long and wearing big earrings and bold scarves and high heels. <laughs> and that does sound superficial, and it does sound like it's all about, you know, just trying to be attractive, but it's not. I've evolved into something different different with my expression. I like to express myself in my appearance in a way that makes me feel good on the inside. And when I give myself the freedom of expression aesthetically, I find that I feel more comfortable expressing myself more openly and mm-hmm. lovingly. It's an interesting um, connection. And, and, and because of it, I've also um, become more nurturing over the years, which is a deep part of that feminine. But these are just glimpses into some of the ways I feel my femininity. My point really is to encourage us all to better understand the feminine and masculine. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Parts of ourselves so that we can strike a beautiful balance. We women as a whole are stepping out and stepping up 
um, because the masculine obviously has been way out of balance for way too long, and we know we need to change that. <laughs> so there you mm-hmm. have it. Joyce, what, you what, what it. would you say about all this? <laughs> well, I, I have some thoughts uh, I'd like to talk about. Uh, some the major change, some of the major change agents that I was referred to, and they were some of these women. I was watching this movie, Fimi, Women Healing the World, and just some of their points of, of women who have been out here working for a long time on, on feminine, um, the feminine, the goddess, and trying to make change, you know, for 20 years probably. So, um, you know, Jean Shinoda Bowden, who is a major uh, union analyst who's been working, has written a book called Goddess in Every Woman, Goddess in Older Women. So that stuff is really archetypal information that we don't know if we don't read something like that. So she's, you know, she's, you know, she says it's never been a better time to be a woman, that we are at the edge of the cliff. It's up to us to decide what we're going to do. Sandra Ingerman, who's a shaman, um, says it's natural for the patriarchy to feel threatened when they cannot control because the feminine teaches us we all are in control. Shireen Abadi says that women have been victims of the culture, but every woman who has children is the carrier of the culture because she is the teacher of her children, which is so powerful. And Gloria Steinem, when you learn to nurture, you look for how to support people, not control them. Jean Shinoda Bowden says, again, women cannot heal the patriarchy, but men and women can together. I totally agree with that. And we need more women to get involved in politics. Um, Dame Pamela Gordon, we need to take back our power and say no to war. Jean Houston has been saying this for a long time. There will, this will be the times of the biggest rise of women in collaboration with men. And, of course, Marianne Williamson, who we love, says we need to kick ass, too. The feminine is not just nice. She can be fierce if she needs to, and we know that. <laughs> so here's my story of... <laughs> Well, Mother Nature certainly can kick our butt, and so we're getting ready to take a break, and we'll be back, and I'll start with telling you my story of the feminine. Conscious Lifestyle on Steroids. Ohm Times Radio. IOM FM. Host your show on IOM FM, the radio network of Ohm Times Media, one of the more recognized brand names in the conscious community, and is backed by the extensive marketing reach of Ohm Times. Hosting a show on IOM FM immediately connects you with our extensive, dedicated community. More than 24 million Americans have an autoimmune disorder, and that number continues to grow. 
I'm Sharon Saylor, and I'm one of those 24 million. To put that number in perspective, cancer affects about 9 million and heart disease up to 22 million. That's why I've brought together top experts and those thriving regardless of their diagnosis to bring you the latest, most up-to-date information. Join me, Sharon Saylor, Friday night, 7 p.m. Eastern, for the Autoimmune Hour on Life Interrupted Radio to find out how to live your life uninterrupted. Have you or someone you love ever experienced a major loss? The kind of loss so cataclysmic that it divided life into before and after. The death of a beloved person or pet, the loss of a job, a health challenge, can leave us feeling empty, lost, alone, wondering if we'll ever feel joy again. Loss is universal. Grief is part of the human condition. But in our modern world, we've lost the ability to understand, share, and integrate our grief. We're expected to grieve privately and quickly get over it. This February 23rd through 25th, the Atlanta Grief and Loss Center will be hosting a retreat that will allow you to fully feel, integrate, and catalyze your grief. Our retreat is called Heartbroken Open, Grief as a Sacred Path to Renewal and Rebirth. If you are grieving, or if you work with clients who are grieving, you'll find more information about this powerful retreat at atlantagriefandlosscenter.com slash retreats, or call 404-881-1322. America's wild mustangs need our support more than ever. If you believe in the preservation of our iconic wild mustangs and our wild places, now and for future generations, we invite you to walk with Wild Love Preserve. Founded in 2010, nonprofit Wild Love Preserve has pioneered an innovative model in wild horse conservation, which has garnered national attention and is serving as a framework in the West. As a unique legacy project, Kindness, mutual respect, science, and education drive Wild Love Preserve's mission to protect and preserve Western wild horses in their native habitats and nurture the legacy of respective indigenous ecosystems as an interconnected whole for future generations to equally treasure and nurture. Thank you for your action and for having a positive impact on our lasting wildness. Together, we succeed on behalf of our greater good and collective well-being. As a charitable nonprofit, Wild Love Preserve relies on donations and grants to fund our operations in central Idaho. Thank you for considering a tax-deductible donation to Wild Love Preserve. Please visit wildlovepreserve.org to learn more. Welcome back. So I was getting ready to share my story um, when I of the feminine and growing up and the concepts of feminine. So, so when I was young, my mother told me very clearly that the most important thing was to get an education so I could be independent and not have to depend on a man. So being feminine was part of my life, but not the most important. So if I wanted to take care of myself, I had to learn to be independent and strong. So being feminine, again, was nice, but not everything. Yet, I grew up in the South, where feminism was at its peak in the 50s and 60s. So it was natural to embrace your feminine aspect. Who didn't? And I really loved it. I loved it. When a man opened the door, gives, gives me his jacket if it's chilly, you know, and I'm proud to embrace my softer feminine side. And in the 70s, you know, I went through many of those assertive relationship trainings that millions of us have. They help us to take responsibility for our emotions and speak up and take our power. Years later, 
I started to place more emphasis on finding the wild woman inside of me and allowing her to play and paint and wear wild clothes and speak her mind. You know, to me now, I like the combination of smart, sassy, courageous, and creativity. That feels more like the holistic view of a powerful feminine for me, not for everybody, but for me at this point in my life. You know, I think my mother, uh, what she wanted was to live out her dreams of being educated and independent. You know, she was not really able to live out her dreams, but I did live out her dreams, and I lived out mine. You know, so I like to add something that I just happened to read this morning that really is quite beautiful and, you know, is a perspective. This is from a woman who I have her book and just happened to open it to this one page. Barbara Walker in Restoring the Goddess, Equal Rights for Modern Women. And it was in the chapter Breaking Away from the Patriarchacy. And she says, we are the first generation of goddess feminine-minded women in Western civilization. We are the breakaway generation, the pioneers of feministic spirituality. We have had very little guidance on the spiritual journey of doing this. We've had no mainstream cultural teaching of who we really are. Nearly every woman now alive on the planet was taught in her childhood that God was a male. She was not given any opportunity to grow up with a generally accepted idea of the feminine divinity. It is only in adulthood that some women have come to recognize the goddess is part of their primordial self and lives within every woman. For the most part, our mothers and grandmothers were not taught in the feminist principles. Some of them were, but they were very rare. And my thoughts are, what a difference we would experience as young women if we had been taught we are divine and the goddess lives within all of us. So hopefully it wasn't then, but it can be now. So, Jennifer, what's your definition of an empowered, peaceful feminine? Well, <clears throat> empowered, peaceful, feminine. <laughs> That's a powerhouse phrase, Joyce. <laughs> um, let, let's see. I would, I would break it down. So let's, let's break it down one concept at a time. Empowered, to me, means that we understand our own power. And traditionally, we have thought of power in terms of the abuse of power control issues, persecution, money-driven decision-making and control. You know, power had come to mean that one person had control over others. And obviously, the vast majority of those power abusers have been men. <laughs> In fact, the other day, my son challenged himself to go online to find if there was a ruthless woman in history, <laughs> since we see so many ruthless <laughs> men. <laughs> And he found a woman in the 1800s who was a leader of pirate ships. <laughs> oh, wow. She had a massive piracy going on in the, uh, I think it was the Pacific. <laughs> but uh, anyway, hmm. he, he spent a lot of time educating me on this story. And she was ruthless, <laughs> let me tell you. But um but empowered, right, with the EM on the front, means that we exercise our true power, which is our most authentic self. So that means that we have to first understand who we are uniquely. 
and then completely embrace that person within <laughs> before we can become truly empowered. And, you know, at least that's my opinion, but this is exactly what leads us to becoming peaceful, which was the second part of that phrase. And so it's a critical thing to do. Peaceful also comes from balancing the masculine and feminine within. Knowing when to push yourself a little harder to do or to achieve, that's the masculine principle within, right? It's about achievement, doing, pushing yourself, going out there. But then knowing mm -hmm. when to allow yourself to simply be, to renew yourself, to nurture yourself, this is the feminine within. And, and not that those are just the only masculine or feminine aspects, but this is part of what we have to learn in order to be um, peaceful. So you can't really truly be empowered nor peaceful if you don't learn all of this about yourself. And learning is an evolution, so it's not as though you're just going to go hide away somewhere, learn it, and then come back out. <laughs> Didn't work that way either. <laughs> <laughs> but it is about becoming the master of your inner domain so that you can more authentically, more effectively, and more genuinely and vulnerably express yourself out there in the world and feel and know you are safe and loved and important. And that's what it means to me. But, you know, and, and I also want to say this too. Certainly when we emphasize so much of this going within, um, it doesn't mean get lost within. Don't get lost in there and become so self-absorbed that everything becomes about you. <laughs> but then don't either, on the other side of that, don't go projecting yourself onto the world with strong opinions and judgments if you haven't first gone within. So there's there's two, I guess, pitfalls on either side of that that I just wanted to mention because I think we've all either fallen in them or are prone to fall in them. And then I think the final part of this, that feminine, you know, you said empowered, peaceful, feminine. In order for the world at large to restore balance and find peace, we need more of the feminine, which is why we are seeing it rise mm -hmm. up right now. And it's not just women. It's also the men who are championing this message because they, too, have seen and experienced the abuses. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. ...of a predominantly masculine world. So when we start moving up and out into this world in greater numbers as women, that is not supposed to be a threat to men. Being feminine in and of itself is about restoring peace and wellness and a sense of community. The feminine is the nurturer. She doesn't just love her children. She loves all children. She doesn't just want to prosper. She wants all of us to prosper. And if you look at the difference between the male and female brains in their function, we are even made differently. 
Male brains process more singularly. They go deep into one thought at a time before making a decision. The female brain processes in a way where she can scan lots of thoughts at once before making a decision. And this, to me, this speaks volumes as to why men go in their cave, you know. <laughs> we with that saying, I think, wasn't it the men are from Mars, men are from Venus, uh, about going yeah, in the cave yeah. for long periods of time. Frustrating women worldwide who are thinking, What? We went on a date five months ago, and I'm just now hearing from you again. (laughs) But this is why men don't understand women decision makers in the workplace who can come to conclusions so quickly. And even though women are usually right when they come to those conclusions, the men aren't ready. So they deem the female decision to be too rash. And so, no, this is just, it's just how her brain processes information. But if they don't know that, that then it becomes a conflict between masculine and feminine. Anyway, we could go on and on about the differences, but I'll stop there. The bottom line is this. We need to restore order and balance in the world, and we need to find peace within and around the globe. And this isn't going to happen without the empowered, peaceful, feminine in all of us rising up right now. Mm-hmm. So, simple question Absolutely you asked agreed. me, Joyce. Long Absolutely, <laughs> I tell you, well, great answers, great answers. Doing for you. So, um, this is right up your alley. So, why do we as women still struggle with expressing our feminine power in our work and in relationships? What's your thoughts on that one? Uh, well, um, there are a lot of studies out there that measure competence and confidence among the two genders. I think I've mentioned this before, but I want to go over it again on that question. Um, Across the board, in every industry and profession, men and women have equal competence. And in case uh, that's hard to understand what I'm saying, it's C-O-M-P-E-T-E-N-C-E. So intelligence, acumen, skill, Mm -hmm. okay, competence. Mm -hmm. That means if they were each, no matter their role, profession, or industry, asked to do the same task with equal skill and talent and acumen, they would. But where the difference is vast is in their confidence. And it's so vastly different that this is where all the issues are, I believe. Maybe not all of them, but many, if not most of them. Men are, by these studies, overconfident by about 60%, and women are so underconfident by such a long shot uh, that it causes many, if not most, women in the workplace uh, to become paralyzed in indecision and inhibition. So they don't take action sometimes at all. So this is a huge issue. And basically this means that men instinctively take risks. They put something together, they tell others about it, and then take action. They execute. Women overanalyze, compare themselves to others, tell themselves all the time that it, whatever it is they're working on, isn't good enough yet. It's not 100%, so I can't put it out there. Now, remember, the guy gets to about 60% baked, and he's his idea, and he's thinking, this is awesome. Let's do it. <laughs> and the woman wouldn't dream of putting something out that is only 60% right. None of this is competence. It is all about confidence. So it's interesting because it sounds like it runs contrary to what I just said about how they process in their brains. But this is the difference when it comes to expression when it comes to vocalizing their thoughts and taking action. So it's really interesting when you watch this play out in the workplace. So there's a there's just a lot of work women can do to get more comfortable with the adage, good is good enough. 
get yourself out there. <laughs> and I and that's in the workplace. But in terms of relationships, I think it goes back to the brain processing I talked about before. Women are much quicker to come to conclusion than men. And so at home, they're way more comfortable expressing themselves than they are in the workplace. So they oftentimes perceive their men to be slow. Their partners, their male partners. And this is where women tend to be too masculine and too aggressive in a modern society like ours. So collectively, uh, because we're not balanced, because we're not expressing ourselves enough in the workplace and we're going home frustrated and then we don't feel like our men are processing fast enough, we are inadvertently emasculating them. We're belittling them. And we have to start celebrating our differences and being more compassionate toward one another. This is where we're swinging the pendulum all the way to the other side. In generations before, women put up with way too much emotional abuse, physical abuse, sexual abuse, financial abuse. My generation and the ones coming up behind me are the opposite. We put up with nothing. We are quick to divorce. We are quick to tell a man off. We belittle him as he ages. It's kind of pathetic, really. <laughs> but we are reacting to what we saw. And though I am a huge advocate for LGBT rights, I am 100% fully heterosexual, and I am really attracted to a man who is comfortable in his own skin, his own masculinity. He knows himself well enough that he's comfortable celebrating who I am, and he's comfortable with his own femininity, and he's comfortable with mine. I love chivalry. You know, you said it before, Joyce, in the beginning uh, when you were talking about opening a door for you or putting a jacket over your shoulders and yeah. cold out. Uh, I, I love a man's physical strength, even though I am pretty darn strong myself. I don't have to prove that as much anymore because I proved it to myself. So I think the gender wars tend to be byproducts of everyone trying to prove their sense of worth. When really, when we embrace our most authentic selves, going back to that true sense of empowerment, we all get more comfortable with bringing the nurturer within to the forefront, and then we all win at home and at work. So, wow, that is really interesting, Jennifer. Yeah. Really, yeah, that's really interesting. Really interesting. Well, thank you. The whole it's understanding. Just observations over the years. Well, but you know, that's interesting. Observations I've, I've made, things I've experienced. Yeah. Yeah. I have a friend who I consider to be very bright and very skilled, like highly skilled as a master coach. And she, we shared an idea that she should do, that she wanted to do, that she had skills in. And I bet you if I called her up now that she's, she's still researching that project and never put it, and never gotten it up on her website. And she drives me crazy because I'm saying, if you don't do it, somebody's going to take the idea. You are the expert, not somebody else. And I it's just, there's something there. She, she says, I know I'm, I, I'm, I have to be, you know, I know I'm a perfectionist. But I'm like, you don't have to be a perfectionist. Just what you said. Get it up. You know, it doesn't have to be 100% right. Put it up. It's 50%. For God's sake, just get something up on the site. But how many women do that? How many women do that? <laughs> so, all the wow. time, Joyce, all the time. Statistics show the vast majority of women do this. And I, and I do think wow. that if they dove a little deeper into the research, they would probably find that this is the byproduct of so many, so many masculine-oriented generations, one after the other after the other, that yeah. we've just over time, over a, you know, since the beginning of time, it seems, we have just pushed 
the importance of the feminine down so deeply that we've all inherited a neurological system that just instinctively feels unimportant, unworthy, invaluable, or not invaluable, but unvaluable, you know. So anyway, we will continue Mm -hmm. to talk about this very important topic when we get back from this break. Great. Free your mind with Ohm Times Radio, IOM FM. Change and growth are part of natural life and also part of your spiritual life. Everyone needs support and guidance, especially during life passages. Upgrade yourself with the Ohm Times Experts program. With Ohm Times Experts, you have access to the best intuitive coaches, spiritual teachers, counselors, astrologists, and oracles. Our team was carefully selected so you can trust. Find out more at experts.ohmtimes.com. Depleted by the rat race? Depressed by the attitudes of the human race? The book Honor explains why and how to transform your life from confusion and heartache to one that you most authentically desire. Join Ohm Times Radio host Jennifer McKenna Weinbaum as she takes you on her journey from her darkest period to her happiest and healthiest life. Entertaining, enlightening, honor will help you find and maintain the love and light in your own life. Visit www.universalabundance.com to pre-order your copy. Hello, I'm Lisa Berry. Join me every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time for Light on Living, a chance to see new. Hear different and feel more as I shine the spotlight on all the ways to lighten the load of life's challenges. Light on Living is your link to that new way you're looking for, that new understanding that will enhance your life, and that positive connection that will support your growth. So join me and you'll gain insight and start to see things in a new way that motivates you. Listen, my life changed because someone was there to get me to use drugs. No one can understand. People think that having someone who will listen makes it better. I need help. I'm listening. I need help. I think that having someone who will listen makes it better. People understand. No one can get me to use drugs. My life changed because someone was there to listen. Go to heretolisten.com for tips and tools to turn addiction around. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Welcome back. Welcome. You know, we were talking yeah, about how back. the uh-huh. women, yeah, and how women have felt so unappreciated for so long that they've lost uh, confidence yeah. in the statistics. Prove this, and, and Joyce was citing a, a, a story about a friend who, who yeah. has illustrated this. So given all that, Joyce, how do you, how, how do you appreciate your feminine within, and, and what, what would you recommend for others? Sure. Well, let's take a look at how women in particular can nurture their feminine side because it's something that, to me, has been lost in our world. Um, You know, to 
appreciate the feminine that's inside. It's, it's who we are. I mean, like you said, we have it. It's part of who we are. It's half of who we are. So to me, femininity is, is, is a special gift. It makes us softer and kinder and nurturing and more compassionate and peacemakers. Uh, you know, we we are created to bond. We are designed for relationships. We're designed to create life. We're also created to be brilliant, to be creative, and to be innovative. We're all those things. We're all those things. They're special to us, and there's nothing wrong with any softer, kinder, nourishing. Not in the world today. Anybody who displays those, I, I like. I mean, I like those qualities. So, you know, self-awareness is about appreciating who you really are. It's about looking inside to understand your gifts and talents. And there's, again, nothing shameful about being a woman with embracing your feminine side. And I think women are very confused about that right now. So relationship expert uh, like John Gray, who wrote Men Are From Mars and Women Are From Venus series, explains that the reason there is so much confusion today is that we have been taught to deny who we innately are. Women have taken on more masculine roles and have pushed themselves to act, think, and talk more masculine. And this is so true. And I remember a period, uh, I guess it was like early 80s, I don't know, or, or maybe late 70s, early 80s, when women were wearing suits like men. And we, God, we look like robots of men. And, you know, I remember myself wearing these clothes. I didn't like them. I mean, it's not feminine. It's not soft. It's structured. And, you know, thank God we moved out of that uh, to not wear those intense suits anymore so so here are some ways to nurture your feminine energy you know like many mothers and jennifer i know you can relate to this particularly express that after work kids housework shopping and dinner preparation there's really no room to be feminine but here's some great tips on nurturing the feminine you don't have to do it all and, you know, when we all used to say we could do it all and we believe that, but we know that's not true anymore. I used to think that I was a superwoman and I could just work all day long and into the night. And I did that for years. You know, I did it all. Decide what has to be done, what you can delegate and what can wait to be done. And eliminate as much of that extra stuff as possible. When you don't really want to go and you don't really want to show up for that, don't do it. Do activities that foster feminine energy. Have a girl's night out. They're wonderful. Get your nails done. Go to a spa. Engage in a creative activity. Instead of opting for external sports all the time, take a painting class or learn to knit or how to dance. The feminine or yin energy is cool, creative, passive, intuitive, and compassionate. Find activities that foster these qualities. If it feels strange at first, keep at it until you feel like you're becoming more balanced. Feel confident and accept compliments. This is something I, for myself, and but I know that a lot of women, I see women react the same way that I do. When you start to allow this feminine energy to flow back into your life, people will notice. In the past, um, you know, I had a difficult time with compliments on my physical appearance. I'd get embarrassed and blush then or now. Now I smile warmly and say, thank you. Enjoy the compliments. There's simply a recognition that your feminine energy is flowing more freely than before. It means you're bringing your energies back into balance. So, Jennifer, what do you think about that? 
And it's all great, really great things. Yeah. Who doesn't love a good girls' night out? I mean, that's one of my favorite things to do. (laughs) But, you know, I I guess going back to what I was saying before, I would just encourage those who also love a good girls' night out um, that when you're having one, try to refrain from male bashing. I think we've all done this millions of times. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But, you know, given what we've said today, given where we are in the world and how angry we are at what's happened and what's happening, um, I know this probably sounds counterintuitive, but it's even more important that we become hyper aware of how we're channeling that anger and that, you know, our um, frustration and how we're how we're trying to heal. And one of the healing processes is to just be conscious of expressing your feminine more openly. So trying now to more consciously embrace the feminine side, turn the conversation to how to nurture our relationships with men, how to help uh, our partners, male or female, be better versions of themselves without trying to change who they are. Let's try to have those types of conversations instead of just bashing and venting and, and all these things, even though we've got to, we do have to be able to talk about it. We just need to start fostering really great conversations when we get together. So let's talk about ways we can engage Mm -hmm. in better, more extreme self-care, share ideas about how to let go of certain things that aren't really that important, like Joyce said. It may take some time to break all these old habits of being superwoman and engaging in male bashing, but let's at least take the first step to acknowledge we're doing it and then make a commitment to break the addiction. You know, I, that, that's what I would add. I just, I love that list and mm-hmm. I just, great. you know, encourage people to go deeper with it. But what else? I know you've got these great lists, Joyce. So what else do you have? <laughs> I'm the list maker. Um, well, just some ways to welcome I love it. feminine. <laughs> one, uh, you know, um, one thing that I love and do all the time and teach is really about art, um, create art and the side of your brain responsible for creativity can be found on the feminine side. To utilize this energy, you may try things like redecorating a room, painting a canvas, signing up for a local art class, making music. This list could get extremely long. Your personality and experiences can be expressed in countless conditions of art, having fun, trying something new, and all while releasing any thoughts of the end result. You know, and the the second one is to nurture. Um, a strong feminine trait is to nurture life. This could be anything from plants to people to animals. Most people think of children when they think of the word nurture. Unfortunately, that thought alone has created an imbalance. Everyone craves to be nurtured and to be nurture others. This is an inner strength that can be expressed in a variety of ways, like encouraging those around you. Use your personal resources and and experiences to guide people through who, who could use the benefits. Be a vessel of positive, just positive energy. Nurture yourself and others with fresh food and rest and, and just really acknowledging who you are. Another thing is give intuition. You know, give that, give that a shot to understand what your intuition is. So using intuition or the feminine versus an analytic mind, the masculine, is the task in the step. 
Many people have been trained to use their analytical mind when working on any challenge or just navigating through life in general. Practice following your gut instincts or your heart instincts. I like I like heart instincts, actually. Take note of where it leads you and record what blessings and lessons you gather along the way. The more you build this muscle, the stronger it will become. And another one is welcoming your emotions. From the time you were a small child, you probably remember hearing phrases like, suck it up, I'll give you something to cry about, or stop being a baby. These little words can leave a large impact. You begin to look at emotions as weakness. In fact, they are quite the opposite. Crying isn't, we've talked about this before, crying isn't the only emotion you have, but it's certainly one of the top of the list of those you try to hide, push down, or run from. Expressing your emotions is not only a way to keep yourself on a good balance of masculine and feminine. It's good for you, personal health. Jennifer and I love crying. (laughs) (laughs) There are a few that I added in there. (laughs) All fantastic. Yes, we talked a little about emotions last week, didn't we? Didn't I talk about my tear crusade? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I suggested we all learn to embrace our tears so that we can process our emotions more effectively. And embracing our intuition, as you said, is also so important. I think one of the reasons why women process so much more quickly is because of the power of intuition. There's information inside of us that we may not be able to articulate as fast as we feel it, but it's real. And the more we come to trust our intuition, the more we will see it validated. The data that, it, you know, to support it, the intellect, the validation, it always comes eventually. It just comes later, which is the whole, you know, power of intuition and faith, trusting it. Uh, but I do think trusting our intuition is crucial to exercising our authentic power. It's one of our greatest gifts. And as for creating art, I firmly believe that when you have too much chatter going on in your head and you know you are spiraling downward into old, bad, self-abusive habits, you know, maybe you're sitting there thinking, it's not good enough. My, I can't, I need to put this out there. It's not good enough. We're doing all those things from the lack of confidence. That's when you know it's a great time to throw yourself into that art project that Joyce mentioned. It's one of the best ways to get out of your head, get out of your own way. Just lose yourself in your creative, intuitive thoughts instead. And Joyce, we should share a little bit more with the listeners about your fabulous monthly gathering where you bring women yeah. together to create art and exercise their intuition simultaneously. It's really awesome. I would love for you to share more about okay. that because I think it's such a powerful process. So oh, what well, would you it share? Is. If somebody had to, it's... yeah, if they wanted to create that same thing and, and uh, what what does that look like and how can you help them do that? Well, I would say if you're in Atlanta, come and find me. If you're if you're living somewhere else, there are plenty of art teachers everywhere. They do similar things that I do with intuitive painting. Anyone can paint intuitively. You think you can't, but you can. Everybody who comes in here originally says the same thing to me. I can't paint. I, I have no skill set at that, at that at all. But I say you can, and after we meditate and I show them how to do it, Almost everybody, I've never had anybody who just walked out of here and said, I can't do this. It just is not, really, it just is not possible. I mean, you can do something on the canvas. You just can't. 
but it's also it's not just about painting it's what it does the release for you and with the creativity and coming out of your head or thinking head and just painting simply having a good time it's very childlike to paint and to let go and so I mean, it's just one of the most powerful things. The, the group we just had here on Saturday was incredibly powerful. And by the way, I'm going to be doing something in Florida. I'm going to be doing a, a painting wild woman workshop down there probably in May. So I'll be putting that information up on my website, JoyceDillon.com. So that's for people who live in that area or who want to come to experience uh, a wonderful, wonderful weekend in painting and just being intuitive and having a great time. Fabulous, and and I've experienced it myself. Yeah, Yeah, I've experienced it myself. I've come Mm -hmm. to some of your classes, and and some of the things that I've painted are so crazy. Um, (laughs) And they, whatever comes out, I always laugh and say, (laughs) I just trust that that's what my soul needed to express. And I feel, when I come out of those painting classes that you host, Joyce, I always feel so much more empowered, so much more peaceful, and so much more clear. I, it's just like, it's it's really a powerful, very short process. What does it last? Two hours, maybe? Yeah. Um, it's two, it's so two I hours. So yeah. anybody who can get to one of Joyce's, yeah, anybody that can get to one of Joyce's classes, you really must make it a priority, have the experience. Um, and, you know, so before we wrap up today, I just want to do a quick, recap because I think that, you know, given our title uh, about, you know, the the powerful feminine, I want to just say and stress this. It doesn't matter what your gender is. It doesn't matter what your sexual orientation is. We all have a feminine within, a feminine element within us. And so I hope that everything that Joyce and I have shared today uh, you can take to heart, take it in, process it as it relates to where you are in your life, uh, what resonates with you the most, and we encourage all of you, uh, we need a more peaceful world. We're all invested in creating this, but we are stressing the importance of everyone discovering or rediscovering the feminine within in order to create that collectively. So I just wanted to come back and and say that, Joyce, um, more overtly, Mm -hmm. because I didn't want, especially my message, I didn't want my message to get lost on, well, this is just for women. Um, Mm -hmm. Feminine is feminine is feminine. (laughs) It transcends gender. It is uh, probably resonates more strongly with women, but it's not just women. So... Anything you'd like to add before we, no, and we wrap up? I, ju- I just want to say for me personally, there's nothing more uh, interesting than a man who's integrated his feminine or trying to do that. I find it absolutely wonderful and I love it. So I encourage all men to do that. So thanks for joining us today. Come back next week. Jennifer is going to interview me and my co- uh, co-facilitator, Melanie Barron, as we discuss what we've learned and what we're teaching in our grief and loss retreats. Thank you. So until next week, be well.